Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And keep punching at it, and punching at it, and punching at it. Corey Pauls is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 46. We had, did have to take a little bit more of a break again, but sometimes you got to just continue to refresh, and it's only going to keep picking up, so don't you go dying on me, all right? <laughs> okay? We do have a new sponsor this week. Super fired up to talk about it. True Classic Tees, all right? We live in L.A., Dan. We wear T-shirts. I work out. I don't know about you. I wear T-shirts. I'm a dad. You're a dad. It's always it's always T-shirts no matter what, baby. True Classic Tees are my favorite, based right here in Los Angeles. Oh. And I am so excited that they're part of the show. They actually sent me an influencer uh, delivery, <laughs> and I didn't know what exactly what it was at first. And oh, yeah. now I've been wearing them ever since, and then I find out that they're a new sponsor, and that's what we're doing right now, Dan. Yeah, it looks good. Super soft. They hold up in the wash. All the good dad shit that you need. All right. You know, they get ruined. They get ruined when your kids throw up on them and they get paint on them, which happens to me when they were younger. And now paint's happening now. And that's why I love these because they start at just $15 and you get 20% off for all the Believe and the UCLA Bruin fans out there. Go to trueclassictees.com. That's trueclassictees.com. Use the code Believe, B L E A V, at checkout for 20% off. That's B L E A V at checkout. Three pack for just $32 and take 20% off that. And you can have a new t shirt for almost every day. Wear them twice, give them away, put put something's brewing on them Ooh. with the with the uh, the print shop down the street. And I got a new, we have a new sponsor, Dan. And now I'm never putting something's brewing on another t shirt again other Beautiful. than classic. Tees. All right. Don't forget to follow us at somethingsbrewing.com, on Instagram at somethingsbrewing, or shoot us an email to Corey at somethingsdoing. Producer Dan, have you been having a good weekend? Yes, I have, actually. You know, we took some of the time we took off, and we didn't really get into this in our personal uh, whatever. Did you Did you get hit by the, by the flu? I did not get hit by I the flu. I almost got it. You didn't get it? I nope. didn't get it, but I almost got it. Everybody I did else not. got it. We're going to talk a little bit about the flu Are later we? on in okay. the show. Because you know, the coronavirus is not popular right now. No, no. Um, so don't worry. We're going to get to that later. I did get a flu but shot well. at my annual physical the other day, though. A um, couple honorable mentions for the favorite number 46 of all time. That's oh, it. Yeah. No, no favorite. Okay. We got two major league pitchers, Lee Smith. The old closer, and then Andy Pettit, the old starter. Love both of them. So, with that, producer Dan, Talk we are off. All right. Feels good. For the UCLA sports fans out there, like we do always do, we start out with a little UCLA recap. We're doing another show. We are excited that you are listening to our show. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh. All right. So, softball still ranked number one, everybody. Yeah. Baseball team ranked number eight. 
They're five and zero, oh, and they have only allowed four runs in their first five games. Women's hoops number eight. They're now twenty three and three, and a shout out to Charisma Osborne. Now, what the, that is one hell of a first name. Love it. Huh? Love What's, it. Hi, w- hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Corey. What's your name? Charisma. I'm Charisma. I mean, Jesus Christ! What a beautiful you name. You can't be a wallflower with charisma. I, I, as your I don't name. know of you any have... other charismas. Do you? <laughs> no. It's surprising though. If you charisma think about it. Uh, Greenberg? No. I don't know. No, I have never heard of a <laughs> Polish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. She had a career high 32 points and 10 rebounds against the Cougars. So shout out to Charisma Osborne. Yeah. Women's water polo Dan is number two in the country. Nice. And finally, we'll we'll end the UCLA section with a little bit of UCLA hoops. All right, men's hoops. They they're eight and two. Okay. Okay. Since they had a three-game losing streak, they're currently on a four-game winning streak. They're just uh, actually we're doing this at noon on Saturday. They start. They play Colorado, who's actually pretty good this year in Boulder, starting at one o'clock. So they're on a four-game winning streak, Um, and and they they also beat uh, U of A in Tucson since our last show. Uh, but I, they are unfortunately going to have to win the Pac-12 tournament, I think, to make it into the NCAA tournament, though, I would say. Wouldn't you, Dan? I, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to a little college football news. So, uh, you know, the Combine's coming up in the next week, and I know we keep Ooh, saying yeah. that we're going to have a couple interviewees, uh, but I can confidently tell you, Producer Dan, Talk to me. that is still the case, and I have spoken to two agents, two different agents, mm-hmm. for two highly touted quarterbacks. They mm-hmm. will re- remain nameless for this moment okay one is one's a first round draft pick and one's probably a third fourth fifth round draft pick okay. we're going to interview both of them so i'm going to need you to do some research all right send uh, me but names. i promise you that is going to happen now are these guys that are in high school going into college or college going into nfl i honestly college going into nfl okay I was gonna say uh, gonna that's what the combine is dan right um so i appreciate you learning i thought that has something to do with bailing hay <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> Good one. Sorry. All right. But Mel really Tucker lo- leaves Colorado for a huge deal at Michigan State. Uh, after only one year of making $2.4 million, he goes to Michigan State for double that. Mm. All right. And he's going to literally take on, I, I think his six-year contract is worth $5.5 million per season. So he does one year of, I mean, they weren't even that good, uh, th- but I guess they showed promise. He goes from 2.4 to 5.5. Congratulations to him. And my point of bringing that up is like, how can the pack 12 compete with those types of numbers Dan who's going to replace him at Colorado though I hear it potentially could be Jim Mora because they tried to get Sarkeesian away from Alabama but Nick Saban doubled Sarkeesian's salary to keep him as the offensive coordinator for God's sakes so my again you can't you can't convince someone to leave an offensive coordinator job because he's getting paid that much in the SEC the Pac-12 network is obviously not doing shit I don't know who the hell is running that but Things are not working well from a financial standpoint. UCLA, as we've talked about in weeks past, they drew down $18 million in their athletic budget. And I, I, it's going to be more and more difficult to compete with shit like this happening. Think about Colorado. They had a decent season. They don't even have a head coach. Still, not yet. <laughs> I mean, amazing. you know, come on. Uh, Leach left Washington State after a couple great seasons. I mean, I don't know. So anyway, national day, day, uh, official National Signing Day also came and went with no real news from the UCLA front. Um, and I'm still confident, as a reminder, that DTR has started his last game. So <laughs> with that, let's move the chains over to the rest of the sports update. Wow. Oh, shh. Shh. 
Yeah. There we go. Oh yeah. Shh. Shh. This song yeah. literally, literally raises my testosterone level. I swear to. And 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 yours has nowhere to go but up. It's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm completely bald. Trust me, I got plenty of testosterone. <laughs> Maybe too much. All right, so first on the NBA front, so you know, the Bucks are still the best record in the East, and the Lakers are still on top in the West. The All-Star game was in Chicago for the first time in 20 years. Had a little nostalgia there. Brought back some great memories of the old-school dunk contests with Dominique and Michael Jordan. Uh, and the guys are now so freaking athletic, it's crazy. The dunks that they can do now are just unbelievable. Uh, the All-Star game has become an even crazier show uh, the actual game was was that was close believe it or not like 157 to 156 uh, with a, a winning uh, free throw by Anthony Davis of Laker fame uh, then you saw the kids rush the court I don't I can't imagine you saw that Dan but it no. was it was super cute actually uh, oh, like and then, actual children yeah literally rushed nice. the court Oh, it cute. was it was it was cool, um, huge tribute to Kobe and and they renamed the MVP award uh, after him, uh, which which also I thought was 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 special in, in certainly an unfortunate circumstances. And then by the way, for those of you that are not in Los Angeles, wait till you see how many people show up for Kobe's funeral on Monday. It's or it's, it's not Monday. It's two twenty four. So that yeah, is, what day is yeah, that? Today, yeah, it is Monday. Yeah, it is Monday. Today's Saturday, two twenty-two. It's going to be it's two twenty-four. It's going to be gigantic. Imagine. You can't. You're not going to be able to get within three like square blocks of the Staples Center. No, the tickets. You're not. They're not allowed. You're not allowed to like transfer the tickets no. and, and resell them. No, it's crazy. Uh, and then a shout out to my new buddy Jackson, who, along with his tin, twin brother, got matching Kobe tattoos after his death on their calves. Okay? Seriously, yeah, they neither one of them have any tattoos. Actually, wow. one, what the other brother does have tattoos, and but, they got ex- the exact same tattoo. No, they got they, they got one got number twenty four, oh, yeah. and then one got number eight. <laughs> right. Oh, there you go. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and then on the NHL front, the Vegas Knights, who are we are fans of, they're they're actually moved up on the now top of their division. So they've been playing well since we last last uh, last talked. The Blackhawks are fighting for, still fighting for a wild card spot, and the Kings still suck. They're the second worst <laughs> NHL team in the league. Really? Yeah. It's it, oh god. You know, but on, don't guys. worry, they'll be back. Well, L.A. isn't exactly a winter town. You know what I mean? Like, it sure I isn't. get it. But Holy cow. It rained a little bit today. It smells a little bit like fall. <laughs> right. And it's still 68. But, yeah, but while it was <laughs> raining, it was completely sunny. It's it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. And, I, and, and we've talked about this before, but there's nothing more beautiful from a scenery and a topography standpoint than Los Angeles a little after a little rainstorm oh, yeah. than still cumulus clouds in the air. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, I did just pull out a cumulus cloud yeah, that, that, reference. That was pretty good. Okay, moving on to Major League Baseball. So spring training's underway, and obviously the Astros cheating scandal, which we've talked about before, is dominating the news. Dodgers and Yankees uh, players specifically are keep throwing them under the bus, and Ooh. rightfully so. They're, they're, they literally feel like something has been stolen from them. Uh, and But I still and I want to bring this up. I don't think we've talked about this in, in great detail previously. but. No. I still can't understand why none of the players got in trouble, okay? And they're talking about the collective bargaining agreement, which has also been in the news because of the NFL's uh, collective bargaining agreement, voting on whether or not they're going to add games and things of that nature. But how the hell can none of those players get in trouble for knowingly cheating? And you can prove that they cheated. 
How can they not get in trouble for that? And I and I didn't read all the details, but there was something about well, if they if they did put them in trouble, it would all just go to this the 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 players association, would just fight it and appeal it, and it would be this long thing. But come on, consequences, right? So so for a league that I feel like had finally gotten out of the shadows of the huge black eye from the steroid era, right? And now you're going to have to deal with this. Yeah. So it's like poor baseball. I mean, their baseball is going to be fine, but I do feel a little sorry for them. Uh, Mookie Betts did get traded to the Dodgers, by, away, by the way, which is I think, a big win for Los Angeles. And obviously is going to keep them as a top uh, favorite for the World Series. Uh, whether or not they be, can be coached to a World Series victory is still remains to be seen. Okay. XFL kicked off. All right. And, um, you know, a little bit of nostalgia felt like if the XFL was around when I was trying to be a professional football player might have might have worked for me. Because one thing I hated in the CFL was the fact that the field was bigger and I didn't have a strong arm. And then they also had three downs and 12 players and everybody's speaking French. So <laughs> mon Dieu, mon so they've kicked off and I would say so far so good. Ratings are up. Uh, the product is entertaining and, and very watchable in my opinion, Dan. That's awesome. So I, 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 I'm, it's optimistic for this to potentially be the AAA version for baseball. Uh, there's eight total teams for those of you that haven't been paying attention with the East and West. And in the East, you got a team in D.C., St. Louis, New York, and Tampa. And on the West, you got Houston, Seattle, Dallas, and Los Angeles. Uh, work week three is happening now um it's i think it's i think it's cool and i think so far so good and i think it's going to stay that way and, and now here's a stupid question are they broadcast yeah they are, right who, yeah in, who a, in a big those? way fox sports beautiful and i think another uh another streamer too but the cameras are in there a lot they're they're yep. letting you one one thing that i think is interesting and i don't know if they keep it up but so they're letting you listen to the play calls so oh, you're, geez, you're, really? you're listening to some of these coaches and you can tell like some of the coaches really got their shit together and other coaches are literally <laughs> like, like hap, hap, close hap. their eyes and point to a play and they're like, ah, oh, why don't we try this that's, one? Uh, you know, and then they're also broadcasting that's to the wild. viewers what, you know, the, the, uh, the interaction, the, the audio interaction between the, the referees and doing replays. And Whoa. then they got people on the field, like sideline reporters for both teams. Literally, as someone that comes off the field, own... comes oh, off the wow. field and says, what'd you think about that? The guy's like barely can breathe. So there's been some good footage about people wow. that you can tell they probably should know. But, you know, they're like, maybe we uh, maybe we shouldn't have done that live. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's, that sounds awesome. It though. is kind of cool. I mean, if you can get that deep into the game yeah, so on your own. You that's know, on your own terms, that's amazing. It, that's why I think, you know, again, the product is entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and they've changed the extra point rules, which is also a little creative, and the, and the game goes quickly. So uh, so we're going to keep our pulse on that. I actually might go to a game. Um, Hell yeah. Next, Daytona 500 did oh, yeah. get delayed to a Monday start. Uh, I can't imagine you watched anything about the Daytona 500, but it is no. the biggest race in uh, auto sports. Well, I did watch- uh, The biggest race in NASCAR. I'm sure any 500 fans would argue with me. Uh, what did you watch? I watched- uh, Ford versus Ferrari, does that count? Wow, how was that? Dude. Is it good? <laughs> yes. It's very good. I gotta watch that. I mean, if you especially if you like Matt Damon and especially if you like Christian Bale. I love them but both. Dude, it, it they did such a good job. The whole thing is so good. Speaking about speaking about Matt Damon, and we're gonna get into politics a little bit earlier, but Matt in Damon. our pre show conversations we talked a lot about politics, didn't we, Miss we, Producer Damon? We did, yeah. Do have you seen um the adjustment bureau with Matt Damon? Yeah, what? Oh, where, where those, oh, where those yeah, angel yeah, types like, of people try and keep you on path? They come in, right, right, right. And Matt Damon's running for senator. That one. Yeah, yeah. So I watched that the other night, and what a great movie! I forgot all about that movie. What a great movie! I, I called Robert Cruz the other day. I said, "You got to watch that movie." 
And you Are see, you his adjustment angel? No, no, no. I'm not his adjustment angel, mm. but his good friend, Matt Damon's good friend, becomes his camp, his uh, chief oh, yeah. of staff, staff campaign manager. Right. See that? Which I told Cruz I'm going to be doing. Right. Okay. So anyway, Trump is the, only the second leading president to attend the race, believe it or not. What? And But this is the better part. So his limo, you know, the, it's called the Beast, the limo. Yeah. Set the pace as the pace car. Okay. That, that's the first time ever. All right. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. And, that's and, really and smart, of, too, politically. Of course. I mean, come I on. Mean, there's not a lot of liberals at a, day, at a Daytona 500 fan, so he no. pretty much came into a safe place. But dude, I would love to do that. That would be so cool. Yeah, and it was cool to hear some of the uh, radio. They they played some of the radio <laughs> for the drivers. Oh, yeah. And you hear the drivers talking to their crew chief, and he's like, and one of the drivers is like, hey, is is, is he really is he really going, going to be the pace car in that limousine? And and the, and the, the pit guy's like, yeah, he is. He's like, oh, man, that's cool. <laughs> and the dude <laughs> is like is literally cool. about to admit. race in the Daytona 500. Right. And like, he oh, legitimately cool. is admitting that it was cool. Wow. I thought that was I thought that was cool. Right, so hot, Denny yeah. Hamlin won his second uh, year in a row in his third uh, total Daytona race. Um, won two million dollars, a little over two million dollars for that victory. Nice. And what do you think last place won? $100,000. Close. 300000 Good Seriously? guess. Seriously? Yeah. 300000 to the last place person wow, that didn't him. even finish the goddamn race. Um, and then I, you probably didn't see it, Dan, but Ryan Newman was, a, was leading the race in the final lap. Terrible crash. Oh, Critical no. condition. Did not see it. It does look like he's going to be fine, but, oh, okay. but he's not going to be fine tomorrow. Uh, but terrible crash. Like wow, car yeah. up at 15, 20 feet in the air, sliding at 180 miles an hour. Wow. Like terrible. What, what happened? We, do we know? Well, he got he was going around the one, little... one one of the turns. His car got spun out a little bit, and then oh, gotcha. they then the second and third cars passed him. Then he spin spun out quickly, and then like the seven eight the seventh car blasted him. Then he flew in the air. Ah. Sparks, fire, everything spectacular, spectacular wreck. Yeah. Okay. Oof. So now we're gonna move into the Super Bowl recap. All right. Oh and, my gosh, it's been that long. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Which is embarrassing, but we got to do what we got to do. Okay, but can I just tell you something sure. before we recap Shoot. the game? Shoot. Did you watch it? I watched the Super Bowl. The whole thing? Not only did I watch the Super Bowl, I didn't watch the commercials. How did you do that? Uh, I well, actually I saw a couple of the commercials and they were so boring and upsetting that I stopped watching them. But you're telling me you watched I at watched least 50% of the Super Bowl? Yes. Wow, with the with my gift to you? Yes. Oh my god, with that's, the antenna. That feels I so good. I watched the Super Bowl in my house in 4K for the first time maybe ever. ever. Okay, so ever. what did you think of the of the production and how big of an event it was? Well, first of all, it's a Super Bowl, right? Second of all, it's a Super Bowl. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the names of any of the players now because it's been a couple weeks. But uh, Chiefs what's his versus name? 49ers. Yeah, what's his name? Mahomes from the Chiefs. Come on, man. Right? That so, guy's a surgeon. But did you, so you had, did you at least, that's the first time you've probably watched a whole football game. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And that I wasn't attending. Yeah. Wasn't it pretty, it was pretty oh, cool. It was amazing. But you know, the Super Bowl, I mean, between the actual game, the hype of the game, the production on TV of the game, mm -hmm. all that stuff is just like. The pinnacle of sports, technology, television. You got J-Lo and Shakira who, yeah. well, let's face it. Yeah, we get to her in a second. Yeah, baby. So um, I'm yeah, glad you watched it. It was great. Dan. But I, Mahomes I, is unbelievable. <clears throat> He's going to obviously be a huge You know what else I forgot about, too? Star. Yeah, and I agreed. I also appreciate you because, uh, you know, I landed on Friday morning and you, you were able to post episode 45 
Oh even yeah, though yeah. I was out of town, so mm-hmm. I thank you for that. No problem. Uh, you know, our listeners, I'm sure, thank you for that. I'm sure we got lots of emails in regards hundreds, to that. Hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> so, yeah. but in, in essence, what an entertaining game. We've already hit on some of it. Uh, Mahomes was pressured and looked rusty, in my opinion, though, for much of the first at least two and a half to three quarters. Yeah, but they went fourth quarter. Yeah, they went down double digits again in the postseason. Uh, then led to the 21 straight points by them in the final six minutes and 13 seconds or such. Uh, two long passes as a 44 and a 38 yarder uh, that was that were both beautiful to come out with the win at 31 20. Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, getting a bunch of heat for his calls at the end of the game, but I got to give him credit for being aggressive. At the end of the day, Jimmy GQ didn't make two <laughs> critical throws. He didn't have a necessarily terrible game or a great game either. You know, both Mahomes and him through you know through t- a couple bad interceptions, but. The two, the, the two final third downs for the 49ers, uh, in essence, were the game. You know, the bomb to, to Emmanuel was was the one that everyone talked about it because it was the last one. And if he would have completed that, it would have been a touchdown and the 49ers would have been up, even though they would have scored with over a minute remaining and give, given, given Mahone's over a minute to go down and do something and potentially win the game as well. But the biggest mistake, in my opinion, because of, you know, 50-yard bomb, even though you should have completed it, it's still a difficult throw. And, you know, the margin, you know, the percentage is lower, right, of completing that no matter what. But the third down before that, which is, was, my, in my opinion, the end of the game. So Jimmy GQ is getting pressure up the middle. Kittle, the tight end in, in the slot on the right, is wide open, vacating where the linebackers were were leaving dan okay yeah jimmy gq didn't give himself enough time didn't avoid the rush at all in my opinion got flustered Mm -hmm. and didn't know that george kittle was going to be wide open because that's where the goddamn pressure is coming from we've talked about that many times he looked flustered he could have easily hit george kittle for a first down and probably a 30 yard gain Mm -hmm. clock rolling okay instead he throws it to no one 30 years down the field on a corner route because either he either the receiver made a mistake or again Jimmy GQ got flustered and just threw the ball away mm-hmm. when he had a wide open guy to make it first down. So um you know again Shanahan called a, a really good game. I thought there were some questionable calls throughout the game. Um but you know it's like come on like yes the guy has been to two Super Bowls now one as an offensive coordinator for the Falcons and one as a head coach for the 49ers but he's still young. And I give him credit for still sticking with it and being aggressive, you know, but it's just it's amazing to see the the guy still makes it to the Super Bowl as that young of a of a a head coach. Mm -hmm. And then how quickly they, you know, and he was a god up to that point. Right. But a couple bad calls the following day. It's (laughs) just they they'll pile it on. Yeah. So hang in there. Kyle, and then at the end of the day, though, congratulations to Andy Reid. So I, I love both of those head coaches. Uh, that was his first Super Bowl win, uh, you know, ever in, in over two decades of being a head coach in the NFL. First Super Bowl win for the Chiefs in over fifty years. So congratulations to Kansas City. Um, I sat with fifteen Chiefs fans. Okay, uh, Dan. Oh yeah. So even though I was dressed and, and clearly dressed in 49ers, I was rooting for the, for the 49ers. My money was on the 49ers, and I looked like a 49er fan. I don't know if you saw that on Instagram. I felt like mm-hmm. I, I mean I looked really good, white and red, decked out. Sure. What red shoes? <laughs> like I mean, white and red shirt. I gave away all my something's ruined gear in Miami. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that in a few minutes. But so sat with the 15 Chiefs fans. They were all obviously excited. And a big thank you to my number one mentor. 
tour for the tickets. Uh, the halftime show, I, mean, we, I sat 20 rows up on the 35, 40-yard line, so I had a great view of the halftime show. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, yeah. <laughs> um, and for the second show in a row, if you remember, we talked about J-Lo last episode yeah. because I watched that uh, stripper movie with her. Right. Oh, you did. Yeah. Remember on the flight and the Delta flight? I I tried to watch that movie because I had a screener of it twice. Twice. Yeah. I couldn't get past the hustler. Sorry. Yeah. The 10 about 10 minute mark. I couldn't do it. So and this is a movie where J-Lo plays a stripper. Right. And so two episodes in a row. We're giving a shout out to J-Lo because she fit into our universe. But she looked fantastic again, you know, with her, you know, uh, her not the not so young J-Lo and her not so old looking body. Yeah. Okay. No, Am I, I right? Do you like? Can I say something? You like so, that? Yes, I did actually. <laughs> um, so this is how old I am. I distinctly remember when the movie Basic Instinct came out. Okay, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a great movie, and there and Sharon Stone was super hot in that movie, uh-huh. right? And at that time, people <laughs> made a huge deal out of the fact that you know she's thirty five. She's no spring chicken. She's thirty five, and we still think of her as sexy. Like how things have changed. Yeah, J Lo is fifty. Yeah, and dude. J-Lo is still J-Lo. So I can't believe you brought up Basic Instincts, but since you did, I'll tell a quick story about when I was about 14 or 15. So you know when you would get, if you had Basic Cable, we've talked oh, yeah. about Basic Cable before, oh, sure. and you get a free month of HBO. Oh, yeah. So And you watched that HBO, so brother. So there was two movies that I video recorded uh, when we got the free month of HBO. <laughs> one was Basic Instinct, uh-huh. rated R, uh-huh. and the other one was Boys in the Hood, also rated R. Oh, yeah. And I recorded them and they never, I never wrote what they were on it. Only I knew where those were recorded. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And I think one was on Ghostbusters and one was on some, <laughs> some random Disney movie. Okay. So, so then that would be my little uh, MO. I'd right. Like, Cause you're 14. Yeah. Mom and dad don't exactly know you're watching taping. radar movies. Right. right. You know, they're like, he doesn't know how to work that. So then my buddies would come over and like, check out this, okay, you check gotta... out this basic instinct sex scene. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Douglas is the man. Yeah. <laughs> he is the man though. You got to give Michael Douglas credit I for give that. Him all the Did credit his dad him. die recently? Very recently, yeah. Yeah, God bless. That's him. what I. That's why I brought that yeah. back. Kirk Douglas. I was trying American to. I, I knew there was another reason. So okay. Anyway, Miami was complete craziness in general. Dan, can't imagine. As you can imagine, cannot imagine. When, have you Have you been to Miami recently? Never. Oh, never at all. Never at all. Okay. Well, it's like a foreign country. I bet. All right. It's like a, literally a foreign country in the Caribbean. It, yeah, right. It feels foreign. Um, I again wish I could speak Spanish fluently, but I was there for like an hour. I had taken a couple different Ubers. I had also gone to like a, a store and gotten some food, and even the bank. And I still had yet to speak to an English speaker, like w- get something from someone that didn't speak English fluently. After like two or three hours, that many interactions though. Yeah, like wow, three Uber drivers, uh, a store clerk. And a, and, a, and a Bank of America. Teller. And you're not exactly in a special neighborhood or a, no, weird, in a, freaking, like a, a specific part of town. No, you're I was in Miami in a, General. I was in Miami General. And hey, was, I'm at I the was, bank. I'm at the bank. But in, in, I'm just pointing, that's just the way it just is. Pointing out, right? it felt like a foreign country. Sure. Uh, we did stay in like a five plus million dollar mansion, like the old Miami school like style mansion with giant windows, oh, yeah. white, you know, big white, strong because it's got to oh, handle yeah. a hurricane. Right. You just look like if there's a bomb coming, this is where I'm going to yeah, be. Except for right. all these windows. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Had a fantastic time there. It went to some cool parties. The Miami nightlife, though, as you can imagine. Oh, I, yeah, it's got to you know, be it's, off the It's hook, historic, right? right? Yeah. It's legendary. Every night. Um, so 
did so I, I would go down so we were a little bit off of the strip and I would go down during the day and sort of take in the strip where everything was happening mm-hmm. and I actually was thinking about you uh, I watched some of the barstool sports guys you know who they are oh yeah yeah so those sure. those guys are huge right yeah, if we, if we you know there's no reason why we our show could not be on barstool sports in my opinion yeah um, as I watched them no offense to them I thought they all did a very good job mm-hmm. but uh, but we're on the right track Dan. I think so. I'm serious, man. And and you know what? And and you got to give the the founder of that deal. I mean, he, I think he's like a billionaire now. Oh, but geez, they got their yeah. own show on Sirius. And I was watching them interact. Like, you know, they they were cool. The production value is high. But Dan, if I could just get you to pay a little more attention, then maybe we would have. a- am sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> so wait, uh, you saw them? Well, yeah. Like so they, did they? There was, do they broadcast they sh- or whatever? Yeah, they, down sh- in Miami? yeah they, they broadcasted live from oh, Miami all did. week. Oh. Smart. So like, and then they had like the production crew and yeah. like, okay, five, four, three, two, are back from commercial. Yeah, they're on serious, so they got yeah, like, that type of thing. Serious, right? <laughs> I did not mean to say. So, that. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. So I, so I, you know, yeah, I, they got. I, a, I hung right. out in the back. You know, I did. I, I just sort of took it in. Right. And I and I did have a few moments. Yeah. I did see the future a couple did, times, right? and yeah. it was I thought it was kind of cool. So next on like from a timeline, so it hit up the wheels wheels up hit up, uh, went to the wheels up party for the second year in a mm-hmm, row. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some fantastic. Had a great conversation with Jonathan Ogden. So for the UCLA fans that haven't turned off the show yet, huh? The one of the greatest, <laughs> arguably the greatest football player ever in the history of UCLA, because. He's Jonathan Ogden, and he played longer at UCLA than even Troy Aikman did. But you can make the argument that Jonathan Ogden is the greatest UCLA football player of all time because right. he's one of and the you greatest. Were hanging out with this guy, of course. I mean, we know each other, so I saw him because you can't miss him. He's a six nine, you know, uh, dude with an afro. Well, I mean, like he's and he's one of the biggest human beings on the planet. And for those of UCLA, UCLA fans that didn't know this, and you you will know this now, Dan. He almost made it to the Olympics for throwing a shot put. So that's. And oh, and I've played golf. Seriously? And I've played golf with them before. The dude is a single-digit handicap at six nine three twenty. No, yes, thank you. Wow, so amazing. Had a nice conversation with him and his wife and his kids. Uh, and then a shout out to Eric Steinbach. Okay, so for the Chicago faithful, uh, you know Cleveland Browns offensive lineman uh, went to Iowa, went to Providence High School. The first time I played Eric Steinbach, his retired offensive lineman, you know, made played in the league for. 10 or 12 years, mm. made plenty of money. Mm-hmm. First time I played against him was in fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> we were on the New Lenox Mustangs. He was on the Homer Stallions, and he and I talked about that. The Mustangs yeah, against was, the Stallions. Yeah, we had a nice conversation That's about awesome. that. It was like talk about nostalgia. Uh, saw Mike Vrabel, okay, uh, the Tennessee Titans coach. Yeah, he was with his buddies. He's, and I saw, I, I was like outside, I was with my buddies that were a couple smokers, so we had to go outside to have a smoke. And I'm like over there, it's like Vrabel's taking down heaters. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, man. Hey. You're letting loose a little all bit, right. which I thought was kind of cool. Saw Van Pelt again, Scott Van Pelt. But if you remember from my stories last year at the Wheels Up party, remember I tried to kind of talk to Van Pelt and he kind of oh, gave yeah. me the cold shoulder. Yeah, a little bit. So this year, I gave him the cold shoulder. I was like, you know what? I'm now not you gonna, guys are even, Steve. I'm not going to do it this year. I'm not oh, going to go over there no, and embarrass myself yeah. again. But I thought about it, though, saying, hey, remember me from last year? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. Oh, now do you well, remember you me? you didn't remember me then either. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but no, Tariko was there, saw Jesse Palmer, Kirk Herbstreet, who I love Herbstreet, wow. and I love Jesse Palmer, the old Bachelor. Remember when he was on The Bachelor? By chance? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The quarterback. So then they did this whole thing where they get up and they talk about the game. 
So Sam Darnold of Jets fame, obviously, you know, we got a lot of Jets fans. Yes, we do. You know, the Werbecks. So mm-hmm. I sent a video to the Werbecks. And so Sam oh, Darnold seriously? was up on stage and Baker Mayfield was supposed to be on it. Come too. shocker. He didn't show up. <laughs> uh, so let's so we, we left that. And then I want to say, oh, oh one, two more things on, on the wheels up party. So met the World War Two veteran. Did you watch the coin flip? Did you watch? Yes. The, did you see the World War II veteran? Yes. I met him two days no. prior. Oh, yeah. Had a full-on two conversation. Two days before? Yeah, two days prior. Oh, and, so... Wow, that's wild, Isn't that kind of cool? Wow, good and for you We had a nice conversation him. with him. So he actually... You saw him do the yeah. coin flip, so that was cool. And then uh, a, a big thank you to my old friend, Pat. I, I don't get a chance to spend a lot of time with him, but he lives in Fort Lauderdale, and he's one of my favorite guys on the planet. And then a, and a, and a huge shout-out to the two best yacht salesmen on the planet as well. And you guys know who you are. So, Pat, <laughs> oh, really? Pat I love you, and it, it was great hanging out with you guys. So <laughs> the next, you fast-forward to like later that night, Dan, we oh go to this God, famous. We go to this famous club called Eleven. And if anyone's been to Miami, Uh-oh. you know, know the club Eleven. It's not a strip club, but it's definitely not a club. It's a burlesque club. All right, Ooh, so, so it's not really? your traditional strip club where like no, the girls no. are you know butt naked. Right, they're all clothed, but there's but definitely burlesque. But there's definitely poles everywhere. Right. Yeah. So we we get a table with my, me and the crew. And thank you again also to the Rescue One crew. I love all you guys. Uh, we get a table. Because Cardi B was going to be performing. And what? they said Cardi B was going to go on stage what? at like 1 a.m., okay? So we get a table. We didn't get to- And not to sing, to, to dance No, 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 no. She, she was going to perform. Oh, she was. Oh, yeah, okay. Because she was going to perform. She wasn't going to be naked You and never dancing. know with her. So, but we, so we're like, yeah, let's go watch Cardi B, whatever. Sure. So having a fantastic time. You know, it's a huge, you know, people everywhere. By the way, this, this place, 11, never closes. Period. 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 Never. N- not that it was Super closes. Bowl weekend. It never closes. Doesn't close ever. Not even on Super. Just not just Super Bowl. Never. So so you could be in there at three, four, five Anytime. in the morning. It doesn't matter. So thank you for bringing it up. So then I I'm like Holy oh yeah crowly. I wouldn't mind seeing Cardi B. Yeah. You know we got good seats, but you know two o'clock in the morning roll around. She's supposed to be up there at one. She's still not up there. I'm like okay now it's three. There's there's there, there's a there's a line a two blocks long outside still. I bet. I'm like I can't take it anymore. I'm getting out of here. Leave. They stay like no we want to see Cardi B. So I get out of there. She ended up didn't go on end up going on to like four a.m. All right. Okay. Like come on that's three hours late. She was probably sleeping all that time. You realize right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> so I go back to the to the Miami mansion, and all the lights are on and okay. it's a monsoon downpour. Okay. Oh. And there's a pool in the back that's heated up to 90 degrees not a hot tub a pool is at 90 okay so i'm like no one's around yeah guess what time it is i skinny dip in the <laughs> 90 degree pool with a monsoon rainstorm wow. on top of me and looking at this giant five million dollar mansion thinking you know what yeah this is great right and i'm glad i left early yeah <laughs> This is, you know, this is good. I hope they don't come home now. Yeah, now would be bad. But <laughs> this is good. All right. So then the worst story of the trip, though, listen to how terrible this was. So we buy wristbands to the VIP 49ers after bowl, after party. Okay. 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 Two grand per wristband. Okay. Oh, do you get a refund if they don't win? That's what I asked the guy. Yeah. I said, what happens if they don't win? And he like doesn't hesitate. He goes, well, this is what happens if they don't win. The, the B talent shows up at the the loser's party, the A talent shows up at the winner's party. No. He literally- He had an answer for it. Wow. And I go, well, like you said, literally, like, can't you so, just right. wait until you find out who wins and, like, charge the winners four grand and the loser right. one? 
Right. Like, you're not, nope, they're all no. two. Okay, fine. Give me that freaking thing. So I put it on as one of those slide things that where you tighten them, but then when you yes. tighten them, you can't get them off. Yes, yes. So I put it on two days prior. I'm like, I don't want to walk around with this thing. Yeah. I spend 30 minutes with soap trying to slide it off without <laughs> ruining it because you can't get it off. No, it's one of those things they use for handcuffs, right? It's very similar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So then I slide it off. My, oh, my, I feel like my did? thumb has been disjointed. Well. And then I don't even think, why the hell did I do that? Because two days later, I had to s- soap it up to slide it back on. Okay, oh, and here's the travesty. No. So all the people I was with were 49ers fans. Yes. So, and you know, and they all have, you know, the, way more money than I do. So they're like, we're not going. I don't care. I'm like, why well, don't I want to go by myself? It's like, oh, you know, you, by the time you're there for three or four days, you realize that Miami, there's bridges, there's water. It, you can't just, it's not, no, nothing yeah, is centrally located. Walk, right. If you had a boat, you could get to things faster, right? <laughs> right. You know, and the traffic was terrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go by myself either. Guess who shows up as the B talent? Lil Wayne. Okay. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. So Lil Wayne ends up being the talent, and and somebody called uh, who the baby who I don't know he, but he's apparently famous too. And then the whole 49ers team, all the coaching staff, parties till like two in the morning. And if you don't believe me, check out TMZ because they did a much better job of covering <laughs> it than I did. So wait a minute. I guess something I didn't understand when you. A couple seconds ago when you said if they lose, the B talent shows up. I thought you meant that like the l- lower string players. No. So so wait a minute. So there's some A-list talent. Yeah, talent, I, forget, like I don't even know who went to rapper the rapper. I don't went to the Chiefs. I don't know. But So if they don't win, he also doesn't – that person or people, they don't perform. No, what, do they just stay in their hotel and like uh, f this? No, no. They, so they already booked a talent, B talent, right? So, so then Lil Wayne knows. That, I mean, they don't. I'm sure they don't say well, Lil Wayne, you're the B talent, right? But what happens to the A talent? He goes to the winners. So the the A talent played for oh, the Chiefs. Oh, they coordinate with the other team. Correct. So the Chiefs have an after party oh, also gotcha. that had the A talent NFL thing. Really, right? It's, it's, gotcha. put, it's put on by the NFL. Exactly. So oh, gotcha. so, so the 49ers apparently like my the the guys I went with. They end up selling me the sending me the TMZ footage, and they're like. And, he, and his, his tagline of the email just says, well, we fucked up on that one. And it's got the TMZ of like the whole team, everybody partying like, you know, like, yeah. like they won. Right. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Anyway, right. so let me end up, let me finish up the, the uh, Super Bowl party story. So then I get to the airport. All right. On Monday, my flight ends up being 18 hours delayed. Ooh. And the last thing you want after a four day Super Bowl bender is to have to sleep on the floor in the airport, which I did. Uh, Not to mention American Airlines has a monopoly on all domestic flights out of miami international it's like they're the the, oh. the arena not the hard rock is the football arena but the basketball arena is like the miami uh, the american airlines yeah. arena and they literally do have a, a monopoly so me and, uh, and two other of los angeles socialites okay had to spend <laughs> more time together than i would have liked you know i was like recognized all kinds of people that i've seen oh, for yeah. like the last 15 right. years like you know a couple c actors a couple like oh, no. a, a, a c minus performers a couple people that are on tv and then like the people you to see in clubs back in the day that were like the doormen. It was just like literally like the whole plane. I like I was trying not and to. You're make, all trying to get comfortable on your. Well, I, I, I was like, I just didn't even want to make eye contact right. with anybody. I put my sunglasses on and just sat in a corner and slept. Oh, you know, it's like the last thing I want to do is have a conversation with a bunch of LA socialites. No, we're done. We're done. All right, so moving on though from a little bit more sports recap because we do have plenty more things to talk about. So I know we just got done with talking about, in my opinion, some cool shit. Um, Genesis Open, PGA event at Riviera Country Club. 
And I sent you a text message. I'll get to that in a second. Shout out to the legends of the Tiger Wood Foundation and my newfound friends, especially James. Appreciate your your company and your camaraderie. Uh, great access to a PGA tournament starting all week. Adam Scott ended up winning uh, with the host Tiger Woods finishing close to last, but at least he made the cut. Some more people showed up. Uh, so basically, I joined a group called the Legends that works with the Tiger Woods Foundation, mm. and we raise money for the Tiger Woods Foundation. So because of that, you know, of our donation, I get a chance to have behind the scenes access so you didn't join them at the match you mean you joined yeah like I'm you are a member group. of right. the gotcha yes. wow that's great so so here's some of the so backstage the, access what is it called the legends the legends okay so did you see my instagram post about phil mickelson so i had a full-on like conversation me oh. and a group of people like a small group of people full-on conversation I, I see now that you follow my instagram i mean i post like once a month you can't even <laughs> fucking follow that all right so I, I posted a picture of me and phil yeah and so phil oh, that, yes i did okay, see that i didn't thank know you. I didn't that's know a golfer jesus christ he's one of the most I, famous golfers he looks very planet. handsome okay so he's having a full-on like 30 minute download with like a group of eight of us okay and before a bigger party so then the bigger party opens up and the rest of the public can, or the rest of the group shows up and i'm like literally standing having a little bit of a conversation with tiger and then tiger goes Wait, up tiger woods yeah yeah of course so tiger gets I love up you just say that's okay. So then, you know, I'm, I'm chatting with Tiger, and um, I mean, I wasn't really chatting. I like said, "Hey, Tiger, how you doing?" He's yeah, like, "Oh, still, good." That counts you know, that's, for yeah, me. That good party, huh? He's like, "Yeah." And they kept walking. Right? He's like, "He's yeah, like, no more talking to Tiger." Um, but then you know, he gets up. He talks about uh, you know playing in the. He, he, they do like a back and forth uh, with uh, Steve Stricker. So for you golf fans out there, Steve Stricker is going to be the captain of the Ryder Cup coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the next Ryder Cup. So they have a nice conversation. It's super cool. Super like sort of feels VIP. Um, you know, bubble. Watson saw Derek Fisher saw a rod like literally quote unquote hanging around them like on the Monday like little like sort of tournament they have where it's just a bunch of B's a minus celebrities Uh, Larry Fitzgerald Oliver Oliver Hudson do you know that actor he's a decent actor Kelly Slater the the legendary surfer oh yeah Chris Pratt who I love as an actor Chris like the Chris Pratt the Chris Pratt oh there you go Condoleezza Rice no yeah Rick D's yeah, I met Rick Dees. Uh, L.A. radio big, legend. Want to give a big shout out to Big Mike of L.A. law enforcement and then also a shout out to all Los Angeles law enforcement. Had a nice time with those gentlemen. And then I want to tell, Seriously. Then I want to tell two more stories. So one, so they're in this big like sort of VIP, you know, uh, suite area. There's a little shuffleboard, you know, the, the wood shuffleboard sure, puck things. Yeah. So there's a little kid shooting the pucks, right? Okay. And there's I'm, I'm walking over to get a drink for some of my guests, and I want to walk by this little, you know, four, three or four year old blonde kid mm-hmm. shooting the pucks. So he shoots the puck down, and I like go over to the end of the puck. I'm like, oh man, almost a perfect shot, you know. Give him like this little kid a thumbs up, yeah. and I notice that standing behind them are two people, apparently his mother and father, that are sort of giving me this weird look. And at first, I'm like. What the hell Come are you on, looking man. at me weird just for? Saying, give the Turns out it's Tori Spelling and her freaking husband because I'm sure I'm not the first person that day that's tried to like come up and talk to them. Right. So I was like, realize like, hold on, you slow that uh, look yeah. down. Listen, I legitimately was just trying to be nice to your probably spoiled brat kid, <laughs> right. and all I was I'm acting totally normal. And right. in fact, at first glance, I didn't even know it was you guys. And at second glance, I wouldn't Still didn't know. Yeah, and, and third glance, I finally figured out it was you guys, and I didn't care. Yeah. So you know what? 
not enough. Never but anyway. been a fan for some reason. Well, me either. No. But at the same time, Don't I was a fan of 90210. Well, that's... And who can't argue that Aaron Spelling was one hell of a producer? Without... The guy I mean, legend. Jesus. L- legend. I wonder how did she get cast in that show? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they kept insisting... <laughs> That she auditioned, that oh, the other sure. producers didn't know. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. They'd known her since she was born. Give me a So break. anyway, they, but the kid's cute. So they're, so they're looking at you like you're some kind of either what, creep pedophile like, or yeah, that, like, that, you, that you want to hobnob with them. Yeah, like either I'm just way, trying to talk like, to their kid. Yeah, I'm just being anyway, a nice guy. So then let's move on to the best story, my uh, best celebrity story I think I've ever had. Okay? Oh, really? And I texted you about this. Oh. Yeah. So, so I, I've had the, the pleasure story? of spending a, a few other times in my life, like brief moments, maybe 10 to 15 minutes uh, with Wayne Gretzky in small settings, right? The, the great one. I grew up playing hockey in my backyard. Okay. So I, it's it's a Wednesday. There's not a lot of people around. It's the Wednesday Pro-Am. So it's not really the, the official tournament hasn't started till Thursday. It doesn't okay. start till Thursday. Okay. So I'm with myself and for all your other UCLA fans out there, Richard Brijo, a football, UCLA quarterback after me. So it's me, Richard Brijo is my guest, and we're just chilling, taking in some sun and catching up. I'm catching up with Richard. Wayne and his and his buddy so two of them walk up and they walk right past us and they're about to sit next to us in an area where there's no really any people sitting and it's like this little elevated balcony okay Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky walks by and I say hey Wayne hey good to see you Corey pause you know thinking I'm gonna get to oh yeah keep walking sure he's like Corey how you doing man sits down Spend 45 minutes one-on-one with Wayne Gretzky while my guest and his guest are doing their rapping. Wayne and I rapping. People are keep coming up to Wayne, trying to get him to sign autographs. And he's like, guys, guys, can you give me a little bit of time? I'm talking to my friends here. I'm like, yeah, he's talking to his friends here. You're like, okay. So hold, so hold on. Go ahead. No, 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 it doesn't matter because my mind is so <laughs> boggled. I don't even know what I was going to say already. So. No, go on. Keep going. This okay. is so. I'm going to keep going. This is mind blowing. So I was expecting, and I wouldn't have blamed Wayne to no. not have remembered me. Certainly not have remembered no, me, and absolutely. certainly not want to like have a conversation. But fast forward, 45 minutes, we're rapping about all kinds of stuff, and we're having a great time. Like I feel like you know we're it's fantastic. I I I didn't I didn't pull up my phone. I didn't say can you take a picture. I didn't say will you sign this. I didn't say what's your number, <laughs> uh, anything like that. Right. So then. About 30 minutes into spending some time together, he says, you know, Corey, you, th- one of my favorite stories I've ever heard is a story you told me the last time I saw you. And I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me, Wayne? Like, you, you, you're joking, right? Like, you're about to, are you right. serious? And he riles off this story that, no. I, that I told him. No. Word for word, didn't leave out any details. And I'm like, you know what? You, Wayne, have made my day. I didn't say that, but I'm thinking, this is freaking awesome. You know, I said, take it easy, Wayne. He's like, take it easy. Good to see you. Fantastic moment. I, I texted all my close people. I was like, I, I really just had a beautiful moment with the great one. And I thought it was awesome. Okay. So, so to put things into perspective, and now listen, you know I love you. Yeah. You know that I, like, it doesn't surprise me that somebody would remember you. Someone would remember a story you told, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. But to put into perspective, how many people a day. He talks to stop Wayne Gretzky right. and talk to Wayne Gretzky and try to tell Wayne Gretzky stories That's, and take pictures. All exactly. The, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, 
A day. <laughs> I know. He was telling me some great stuff about uh, 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 autographs too. So, so him. That's and, amazing. So, he, so one of the stories that he, he that he told me was about you know signing autographs, and he was he's he's like you talk about not you said I nonchalantly said I saw Tiger Woods right. and I talked to him for a minute. Right, right. So picture Wayne Gretzky telling me a story where he nonchalantly says this. Yeah. So I'm in I'm in Manhattan one day having lunch with Jordan, and. Michael Jordan and he's like he just keeps going with the story and he's like and he's like you know so and we were done having dinner by the time we're done having sorry lunch by the time we're done having lunch there's hundreds of people outside because they all know we're there they want to get our autographs and he's like man and Wayne says to Jordan like what are you going to do like you're going to ha- how are you going to you want to go out the back door whatever right. he's like he goes no he's like, he's like what do you mean no he's like I, I, I can't sign autographs he's like and Wayne's like what do you mean you can't sign autographs he's like oh I, I did a deal with upper deck cards so i just say i can't sign your because i can only sign i only, only sign de- twice a year right. for upper deck cards and, and i can't i'm not allowed to sign anything them. else and so then he and so jordan just walks away and, and as wayne gets surrounded by hundreds of people <laughs> and, right. and jordan just gives him the eh, you should think about See, you think should, about you signing should, that you should deal. make a phone call yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway, can so, you imagine okay great. it's weird enough that you had this conversation with gretzky but also can you imagine knowing, like, you're looking in the window of a restaurant and there's Gretzky and Michael Jordan having yeah, lunch the, together? The two of the greatest athletes of e- all time. Ever. And that's that's what you realize. That's surreal. Like, you know, we talk about, I've said, said this before, like, one man's ceiling is another man's floor, right? Right, right. Like, I, I, I was never anywhere near, like, anywhere near either of those people. But I do know what it was like to be the starting quarterback at UCLA for four straight years, right? Right. At a time when there was no professional football team, right? Sometimes I was in the newspaper, whatever you want to say. But that's nothing compared to the greatest hockey player of all time. <laughs> Time, right. No right. no arguments. Hanging out with the greatest basketball player of all time all the time. No and arguments. Can you imagine right? the types of things that Wayne got to do as one of the most famous athletes in Los Angeles in the eighties? No. Right? Can't uh, begin to uh, imagine. And then actually. we shared some we shared some stories about Cade. So Cade McNown, the quarterback that I replaced, oh, yeah. him and him and Wayne are actually friends, and Wayne, you know, actually lived with them for a couple of years. So we had a great afternoon and I talked about Wayne. You can you tell I love Wayne? Uh, let's move on. All right, let's get it let's let's move it on. Let's shake it over to pop culture and politics. Shake it like a shake it like a shake it like a shake it like a Okay, so we're we're running a little late here, Dan, so we're gonna try and speed it up. But you know what? I don't feel like it's that late. I'm, I'm, we're still going. Right. We, we took a couple weeks off. Yeah, so we're making up for it now. We're making it up. Uh, listen, there's a lot to talk about. Okay. All right. So first, pop culture, Oscars. First of all, do you realize that the Oscars did not include Luke Perry in the memorandum for the people that had died? Yeah. Did they, they explained why, but I never read it. Was there a reason? They explained it? They just effed up, right? I can't imagine. But how do you mess that up? Luke Perry? Right. Nine oh two one oh. Anyway, Parasite won Best Picture and True. and Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho, sorry, Bong Joon Ho won Best Director for it. I haven't yeah. seen that. Have you? Yes. Is it good? Yes. What's it about? I don't want to tell you. Well, you got to tell me at least what it's about. Uh, it's about a guy who gets a job as a tutor. Okay, that's all I want to tell you. What Dude, kind of tutor? You do you? I don't even remember English. I think. Okay. Dude, just go into it blind. All right, all right, don't know anything about it. Okay, okay, okay. I might even have a DVD in my house. Oh, perfect. All right, don't yeah, tell don't, anyone. All right, <laughs> if I do, you're you're gonna take it. And you're gonna I rem- watch it. I remember when I'm sure I you have plenty of free. Time. I remember the first time I met somebody that was getting like all the the cool movies. Mm. This was literally 18, 19 years ago. Like, hey, I got all these movies from the the Academy wants me right, to watch. I'm right. thinking, why the fuck did I send them to you? Right. But now exactly. I realize you got them too. All the losers. Got them. <laughs> 
just get it. Dad. People with a life, they got, they're too right. busy to watch all these movies. They got to give it to somebody. Jacqueline Phoenix won for the best leading actor on Joker. What did which, you just say? <laughs> Jacqueline Phoenix. Jacqueline? What is his real name? Joaquin? Jacqueline. It looks like Jacqueline. <laughs> You're right. Hey, listen, Sorry. stop eating meat. You know what? The reason you consider can't I just called Joaquin, right. considering I just called Joaquin Phoenix Jacqueline Phoenix, right. I officially do not reserve the right. I do not get to make fun of you for the rest of the show. Is that true? Fair? Yeah, yeah, fair. Is that fair? Well, I thought you did it on purpose. Honestly, I didn't. That was an act. Oh, that was Corey, the, no, pause. That was an act. That's so funny. Hey, have you seen The Joker or Joker? Yeah, I did. I watched that airplane the other I day. I haven't seen that. So you, and you realize, you realize Heath Ledger won for playing The Joker too, right? He did. So all you got to do is play the Joker. Oh, and you're golden. Right? But yeah. you got to admit, the Joker is a one hell of a character. And yeah. as an actor, it probably is exciting to play the Joker because yeah. you get to be pretty freaking crazy. Yeah. You know? But he yeah. was pretty good in that. Yeah. Uh, but his speech was interesting. Did you see that? that I was, did see the speech. Little... That's why I say you're not allowed to eat meat or drink milk anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. No, you can't use cow. white glue. You can't do anything. Yeah, it was like, wow. Slow down on the uh, whatever you're taking. Uh, Renee Zellweger won for Best Actress for Judy. Yeah. Have you seen Judy? I have. Was that good, too? She was great. Was Judy good? Judy was good, yeah. The movie, sorry. Yeah, it was good. It was <laughs> good. That was fat. You're quick. Thank you. Um, I Judy like, and good. I like her. I like Renee Zellweger. She was good. And then Brad Pitt won another, you know, won an award again for Best Supporting Actor and then got even more political than he did at the Golden Globes. Still love him. Matt, hang mad at you, Pitt, Brad. You're, you're not, I'm not, I'm not going to allow it because I truly am, I truly can be bipartisan. You love, uh, you, you love you some Brad Pitt. That's I love fine. you some There's Brad Pitt, no matter that. what he says. Right. Uh, and then Laura Dem for Best Supporting Actress in The Marriage Story. Did you see that one? No. I was actually I I'm glad that be- you've seen some of this because I was hoping that you would be able to bring some things, some things to the show today. I, um, I watched one scene from The Marriage Story, and uh, I thought, oh, this is going to be depressing. <laughs> and I'm married. I've been married for a long time, so watching that movie, I just don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Got I'm going to wait, you know what I mean? Yeah. Until think... one of us is dead or something. I don't know. <laughs> Not me and you, me and my wife. Um, but no, haven't seen that. And I'm sure Laura Dern is how Laura Dern is always and everything. And yeah. she got an award for it yeah. this time. Yeah. Congratulations, Laura. Yeah. Uh, side story. Also, big shout out to my uh, my buddy, our buddy, Christian Grudegas. So he, he had his 50th birthday and he's the guy I've told you about. He's had some success. He's the director of Den of Thieves. Okay, you, you haven't saw told that me anything about that. Oh, what we did... haven't talked about that. No. Oh, What's yeah. So of thieves. He was, he was a UCLA soccer player, and uh, I met him through a, another group of guys and, and Christians, and I've become a buddy with his too. So he had a fan, we had a nice fiftieth uh, birthday dinner with with him and, and and some old friends that I hadn't seen in a while, and I actually got to have a conversation with Gerard Butler, who was the 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 main really? character in Den of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's a it's one of those kind of movies. Yeah, it's a good movie. Like a secret agent has to save you the White the House movie? type. Heat. Remember the movie Heat with sure. Pacino back in the day? Sure. They say it's like the it's not a remake of Heat, but they say but it's, it's like the similar... modern day Heat. You know, bank I'd heist. Watch that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really I good movie. That. It's on Showtime now. Um, so he's oh, so he's him. blowing up, and then I actually so I get to get to have a conversation with Gerard Butler. I've always been a big fan of his. He was super cool, and then his big co star BVH. You know, you know who you are. I'm still waiting on that callback. By the way, BVH. Uh, yeah, he's another UCLA uh, old UCLA guy, another actor. He's the co star in that movie. Um, but we're not saying his name out loud. <laughs> Brian Van Holt, oh. but he goes by BVH. And All then right. speaking of callbacks, you know, I talked about my time with Wayne the other day. Yeah. Uh, um, so that I, I earlier in that <laughs> like week, he's, he's Wayne. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> earlier in the week, I also saw Josh Dumel, and he but was he did. yeah. So you know the guy that used to be married to Fergie. So yeah. and I was speaking of callbacks. So 
there was a time where Christine and I, our wife and I, literally spent like a, a whole evening with Dumel, Fergie, me, Christine, and then the host, the rest, the guy that owned the restaurant, right? It was a friend of mine who was also friends with Fergie and John. Oh, is that right? Anyway, so I, I remember thinking the whole time I'm talking away, I'm like, you know, can I ask for his number? I'd love to get together with this guy again. I obviously never did because I thought I'd play it safe. Yeah, yeah. But when I was hanging out with Dumel. So was like, he cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was cool, but I'll get to the point. Mm. He was cool. He played you know quarterback in Division two or something. You know, and, and he's, he's like you know he's he's like giving me some attention because I was you know UCLA's quarterback and I'm giving him attention because yeah. he was a good looking actor, right? Right. Exactly. And I thought we were having a moment, so he, sure. I get his number, send him a text, no response. Send him another text. You know, it's like dating. Like yeah. another couple weeks later, send him right. another follow up. Maybe he didn't get it. Right. <laughs> you know, never responded. No. You know, it's like you know what, dude. You know, hey. don't don't give somebody the impression that you're going to go golfing with them. Right. And then just fall flat out not respond. But listen, Josh is no Wayne. No way. He's no Wayne Gretzky. No I'm sorry. Way. And that's why I didn't ask Wayne for his number because I would never you know do that what? to myself. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I can handle <laughs> being disrupted. Anyway. So we once had dinner right next to Josh and uh, Fergie. But oh, you yeah? had dinner with Josh and Fergie. Yeah. Like it was. It, it was that's great. Yeah. A sushi place uh, on uh, on Wilshire. Nice. But anyway. Okay. Let's see what else. Je- Bezos paid $165 million for a Beverly Hills mansion. Yes, okay. he did. Previously owned by Jack Warner. Okay. No, really? Yeah, did you know that? Wow, yeah. that's probably a pretty nice place. <laughs> yeah, probably because that's a Warner, bit of as in Warner Brothers. That's like pretty we're not messing deal. around. Yeah. yeah, like hence the most expensive piece of property that has been bought in now, LA. Has is he still um, involved with that newscaster gal that he I think left so. his wife for? I think so. Yeah, that's probably why that he, he needed to get her house. Right. <laughs> he needed to get exactly. Her house. <laughs> okay, and then the other thing that I did see from a from a pop culture standpoint, you see Rick Moranis is getting back into acting. Did you hear that? Rick Moranis is unretiring. Yeah, did you heard that? I did. I loved To do him. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, like a remake or something? Yeah. So, and then I didn't realize why I hadn't seen him for years. You realize he left acting because his wife died and he left acting to raise the kids? Did you know that? I did not know that. I, I just figured he got squeezed out like everybody else. No, wow. he, he consciously left the acting to raise his kids because his, his, his wife died. I had died. no idea. I didn't either. Okay, so, all right, enough pop culture Get my get my get my politics ready. Let's move on to politics. Oh, really? Got a lot to talk about on that today. Oh God! To the chief, and he needs driving on the Daytona racetrack. He drove his limousine here. We okay? Okay. All right. So you saw the Iowa and New Hampshire caucuses. Yes. Apparently they. Apparently I don't know if anyone heard about this, but they had some issues with the the app in Iowa. That's shocking. <laughs> Calculating votes. Shocking. Um, and well, then, it's not that important a thing. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Like, hey, who's like? It's like it's like, hey, Bernie. It's still in beta. If Bernie, if you can't tell, they don't want you to win the nomination. They just you know, like, it's almost like you know, like everyone's trying to make it not work for you, bud. Have yeah. you not figured this out yeah. yet? No wonder he's so goddamn angry. What wouldn't you be? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, do you know that that Pete Buttigieg wrote a college like a college admissions paper? about how much he loved Bernie Sanders? No. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not going to bite him in the ass. Yeah, of course. It's like, boy, and and I've been watching a little bit more about Pete Buttigieg. He looks a little like the Manchurian candidate. Did you know that he... Like, like you realize, okay. you know, he joined he joined the 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 um, uh, the military, yes. but he didn't do it the normal way. I did and, not know that. I don't know and, what that means. Well, the argument is how many that ways are there to join? He knew he wanted to be in politics, so he joined the military just so later on he could say I was in the military. And you oh, see the way gotcha. he talks about it, like I was on the front lines. No, no, all bullshit. 
He was on the back lines? <laughs> yeah, big time. Oh, really? Didn't even go through basic training. Okay, hold on. Stop, 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 yes, stop, 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 exactly. stop, stop, stop. Now, listen, he, there's no way he's the first guy to join the military with political aspirations. Of course But not. how do you join the military and not go through basic training? It's pretty, it's I not I thought that was like the first thing you it's, do. It's not as hard as you think. They give you your clothes, yeah. and then you go to basic training. Yeah, it's it's almost like buying your way into college. So you show up, and you become, it's not like you're, you're, you're not just like an enlisted person, and you're not like a- uh, But you're not like an officer thing correct. or whatever? Like you're, uh, you're basically those, uh, You're basically like the second tier. You show up, and you drive the Jeep around the base. Really? Right? Yes. So that's a thing. Oh, 100%. You like want to know, wanna know who else oh, did it? ROTC, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, kind, so it's not that. Exactly. And it's not enlisting. Correct. But you joined the military. Well, I could have been a driver driving easily. around a Jeep. Is easily, Dan. Okay. So you know who else did it? No. Who else did that exactly? No. Hunter Biden. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, but I you know what? Here's what's happening that. in my opinion, okay? You know who so, didn't do that? Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> Not a chance. He no tried. Way. He avoided the draft. All oh, he my could. heel hurts. <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, my wallet hurts. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the powerful Democrats and the media mob, literally, yeah. in my opinion, they, in plenty of other people's opinion, seemed like they wanted Biden to restore the United States back to that Obama greatness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I wrote down. But listen to this quote. That this is the actual quote. I haven't changed it at all. This is a quote from Joe Biden over the last month when he was asked a question about domestic violence. Okay, are you ready? So remember how I preface this. Remember I preface this by saying that the 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 powerful Democrats and the in the in the left wing media Mm -hmm. would have loved for Joe Biden to be the front runner right now for him to come and save yeah the whole situation. Sure, right. Okay, but this is a recent quote. Recent quote of Joe Biden's of Joe Biden regarding domestic violence. violence. Okay, ready? And I have not changed it at all. Okay, ready? Okay. Oh God. He says, "No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger." other than in self-defense, and that rarely ever occurs. And so we just have to change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. He goes, I love this place. Look, what's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty and, and of it and what a neat town. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Okay, so that's the end of what I'll keep quoting. Okay, he kept oh, going. Oh, oh, he kept oh, oh, going, Dan, but that's literally verbatim what he said to the question about domestic violence okay, so but, hold on so hold on but, here hold but, on but that's one statement one statement he didn't stop talking. unedited unedited one statement so then he and so so then i got this from tucker carlson so then he goes see so then you got tucker carlson goes see <laughs> this is hysterical the answer to domestic violence dot 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 more punching because yeah because they're just as bright as talented as white kids and if you don't believe me turn on the record player <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, not hysterical? Joe. And now, listen, uh, now the uh, whole point of me doing that God. is that now you know why he is in fifth fucking place. Yeah, no, listen, I I will admit to you, I was hoping yeah. long ago yeah. that Joe Biden would step into the race. Of course. I was hoping that he would be the savior of the Democrats. And, I know. and then, you know, his I son know, died Dan. and everything. And, okay, we, we know that. But then he finally did. 
Dude, that is the scariest thing I think I've heard since recordings of Weinstein trying to coax a woman into his hotel room. I know. That is cray-cray. I know, dude. Anyway, I just punch, thought I had- We just got to punch at it. Punch at it, punch at it. Three then, times. And we're going to play records. <laughs> I know, dude. Why is he bringing up record players? Because he's losing it. Okay, so moving on. Oh, this so is the, did you see who am I gonna, Seriously, who am I going to vote for? Well, that's, so let's keep talking about it. So the Democratic, you saw the Democratic debate from Vegas with uh, Bloomberg I, making I, his first I appearance. I watched some of it, but I, I, it was very upsetting. Uh, it was some of the best television I've ever seen from a reality show. It was very upsetting. I mean, all right, so, so so I took this line from, I can't forget, I can't remember who said this one, but uh, I apologize whoever said it first. So <laughs> the person says, so watch the, the <laughs> it was great to see Bloomberg's big coming out party. Uh, and after he spent half a billion, he, he, he got scalped by a fake Indian. <laughs> you get it, Elizabeth I think Warren? I do, yeah. So yeah. Elizabeth Warren so, went after him. But isn't yeah. that, that is kind of a funny phrase. The dude, he spent $470 billion by then. He's already up, up uh, over half a, uh, half, over 500 really? million. Wow. So anyway, did you see what he said about farmers? Uh, Bloomberg? Did he misspeak? Please tell me he misspoke. No, he was dead serious. He was talking to some economic forum and trying to make his argument had some validity if he wouldn't have been so arrogant in the way he delivered it. He was basically right. trying to say a long, long time ago before technology came around, all you had to do was go put an open, dig a hole, put a seed in it and put some water on it. Boom, you got some food. I could teach anyone how to do that. But as technology has come around, now you have to think differently and there's more gray matter and it's not as easy as just growing crops. He said that way worse than what I just sure, said. Sure, sure. Okay. So and you're then like, I, what is this guy trying to say? Because I can't follow it. Right. So then I got, I, so I took this quote from someone arguing with that. She said, she said, I'm sorry you've never learned the scientific process it takes for a seed to become a crop and seeing the beauty of livestock growing and, and developing. I'm sorry you've never shaken hands with the man who put the food on your plate or the woman who grew the nice cotton you're wearing right now. She said, I'm sorry no one told you that. In addition to feeding the world, those who work in production, agriculture are also mechanics, meteorologists, veterinarians, nutritionists, and soil analyzers, to name a few things. And then she, lastly, she added, get a little mud on your boots, sweat on your brow, and then tell me again how simple it is to feed the world. Ouch. <laughs> I was like, you go, girl. Ouch. Ouch. Ooh, you go, girl. Yeah, and when you're a billionaire, you really got to be careful how you say things. Oh, yeah. Like, and he, But he didn't stop. And I watched yeah. a lot of the debate. Is that right? Oh yeah, he's he's he, I mean, he's like basically I don't give a fuck. I, yeah, I'm an arrogant prick. He yeah, goes, I had to keep taking breaks. I couldn't he finally it. said something like, "I don't care." He, he he almost like he said, "I know you guys think I suck right now in this debate, but do you want Bernie to be the president?" So <laughs> that's basically what he said. Right. He's like, "I'm doing Which shitty." Is, right. His campaign manager went in the spin room afterwards and basically admitted that Mike needs to get his sea legs back. Yeah. Not a great. That's your spin orator. Come Not, on, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know how many people didn't watch the Democratic debate and will never a lot. see it. A lot. All they're going to see is his up till that point a billion dollars that he spends on advertising. Yeah. yeah. So if he does become the nominee and Bernie gets screwed out of the nomination for two cycles in a row, because right. the Clintons right. screwed him out of it last time. Yes. And I just I believe that I don't think he will this time, mm -hmm. which is scary in itself. Right. But I but I am also tired of the DNC, Dan, making it seem like the United States is just a bunch of rich assholes. 
all right, that need to be more <laughs> inclusive. Right. And, I, and I really get, right. I'm really getting tired of the identity politics, which is nothing new. And in my opinion, here's the deal. The USA still is the most inclusive country on the planet, period. Okay, if you don't believe me, one of my buddies tells me this all the time. He says the biggest, one of the biggest problems with the United States is that very few people travel internationally. Yes. So you travel internationally, you want to yes. find out how shitty it is in other countries, yes. and then you can come back and shut your mouth. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So I, I'm, I, and I, so I'm, I'm tired of that. All right. Period. But that doesn't mean that we can't believe in strong borders, less regulation, standing for the national anthem and putting America first, Dan. And that's my position. Okay. So <laughs> that's you know, like trademark the, the, 2020 you know, Corey. Yeah, exactly. Industry. So looking forward, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to finding out exactly what the brokered convention means because it looks like right. we're headed down that direction. Is that right? Yes. So here's one thing I do want to mention about politics. So we talk about, we're going to get into Brooklyn's bridge later mm-hmm. and we're not going to mm-hmm. get political on Brooklyn's bridge, but what do we do normally talk about Brooklyn's bridge? What do we say? We're start bringing the, the both sides together, bringing people together mm-hmm. the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? You, I, you're absolutely okay. right. Okay. So, if Bernie wins the nomination, yes, you're going to have a whole bunch of moderate Democrats that, in their heart, don't believe that they want to go in the direction of socialism in the United States. Yes, okay, because you're a liberal, you're a Democrat. True. You, it's gonna. In as much as you hate Trump, Dan, you are going to have a hard time voting for Bernie Sanders, knowing what he stands for and how openly he is. He he is against capitalism. I think. Yeah, I don't you, know who. I. I, I so I, even your fact that you're oh, answering yeah, that, like, like that, right, like uh, proves my uh, statement. Uh, yeah, okay, absolutely. you're not alone. Uh, no, no, no. So what a perfect opportunity for Brooklyn's Bridge to come in here in a couple years and over the next few years. The inclusive. The the exactly bringing people together. Brooklyn's bringing Bridge pe- exactly right because I think you're going to find way more people that are going to say I don't identify with the way that the 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 Democratic Party is leaning because mm-hmm. it's not just Bernie, it's not just Elizabeth Warren. There's 200 Congress people in Congress right now that are almost as crazy, if not crazier, than Bernie. Okay, that's a lot. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are, feel that same way. Mm-hmm. So I believe that. It eventually it might be ripe or the Republicans are going to realize that you, you, it's changing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. a shift. The whole thing, like the whole ruler is going to shift downstream. Right. Like, you know, there'll finally always be even, you know, super right, 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 right. But eventually, like it's, it's like how far does the rabbit hole go to the left? <laughs> right. right. Because as right. much as you are believe in liberal uh, politics and so on and so forth. The rules keep shifting lower. Mm-hmm. So like now, like like I've always joked about, like when I grew up, I, I considered myself to be extremely liberal in a very conservative town, you know, like, you know, uh, right, co- right. cornfields and guns and, and racism. Right. Right. My parents, I never heard my parents say a racist word in their life. And I and I and I didn't grow up that way. And I thought I considered I thought that considered me slightly liberal. Right. Right. Then you get to California and you've realized that there's a huge difference between a Chicago Democrat and a California liberal. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yes. So. Anyway, it is a, it is it's going to be interesting spectrum. to see and interesting to watch, and I've yeah. been fascinated by it, and I got some other great ideas that I'm not ready to lay out, but mm-hmm. I did talk to you on, mm-hmm. on, the, on the show. I'm not Mom ready to lay out, word. but you and I talked about it beforehand, yeah. and I just want the listeners to know that even liberal Dan is thinks I'm onto something. Am I right? I think, yeah. Like in a big way, I think, right? I think, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say any more. I know. We can't. We because, can't. We can't. We gotta, because we haven't copyrighted or trademarked it yet. That's right. And, All right. And, you know. Okay, so moving on, we are. This is becoming a long show today, Dan. 
Look, so far it's only been an hour and ten minutes. All right, let's let's speed it up and get it done. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. So let's pack our bags to the travel section. Give me that airplane taken off. Oh gosh, you? I completely forgot. That's Are we okay. going to travel? Get it, get it, get Are it. Come on, travel? Dan. Come on, Dan. All right. Speaking of travel, I'm sure no one's found out that the coronavirus is around. No, I haven't uh, heard of that. What is <laughs> so that? It's a big Let, problem. Let's make a beer joke. <laughs> Sorry, no. You haven't seen like everyone's making Corona beer jokes. Like, oh no, I haven't. Just stop, everybody. Stop. Oh, that sucks. No, just poor Corona. Yeah, it's not good. Um, I remember my when uh, when Caitlyn when uh, Bruce Jenner came out. And it turned into Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. and my sister's name is Caitlyn. It's oh. like one of those, like, oh, you know, no. it's not a now, big deal. But but now I got to discuss this at that for particular the next year. moment. Right. Every time someone says your name for that month, they're thinking of Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, yeah, and you just don't. <laughs> Beautiful Caitlyn Jenner, though. You know, like sure, for, airbrushed Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine what he looks like naked? No. Oh God. No, I, and I have never tried. <laughs> So, all right. So coronavirus obviously is still uh, becoming an even bigger problem. And you you know you can never trust the Chinese about what they're actually doing uh, in regards to it. Uh, but I do want to make this point about a potential silver lining in the fact with coronavirus economy, China, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know that the coronavirus from a manufacturing standpoint is only, is going to affect our, our stock our, our stock market. It has already and it's yeah. probably going to continue for a little while. So the silver lining is this, Dan. Talk to me. You know, I, I understand the concept of globalism, and I understand why we pushed to make every goddamn thing in China for a long time, right? Yes. It's because it's a hell of a lot cheaper. A lot. Because we're taking advantage of, of in essence, slave labor, practically, with no workers' comp laws and no protection for workers. But if you really are liberal and you really care about people from a from a globalization standpoint, wouldn't we argue that it really sucks for workers in China and in India and in the Philippines? And Vietnam, would you would would you not right? Like if you really care about that people sucks. and yes. not just for Americans, yes, like if you really sucks. care about being a world together. Yes. So eventually, this is my silver lining to coronavirus. Okay. It's even makes more sense to bring the manufacturing back onshore mm-hmm. and get more good, highly you know minimum wage or above minimum wage, good paying jobs that have right. vanished. Right. right, because of corporate greed, and I, right. I sound for like Bernie for five seconds here. Oh, whoa, but, really? Yeah, for five okay. seconds. But right. I do agree with some of that aspect. And sooner or later, like if I'm a CEO of Apple, who whose their stock price has gone down drastically over over this, they make a shitload of, of things in areas that are affected by coronavirus. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so if something like that happens now, you're going to lose billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's not going to cost you a billion dollars more to <laughs> right. pay your workers so, so, right. a proper wage in right. the United States. In the United States. It's yeah. really not. Right. It's going to be hundreds and hundreds of millions. Right. But now but not- you're pretty much guaranteeing that your plant's never going to have to shut down. Do you follow me on this? I do. Do you like it? I do like it. Me too. We can actually make products here. It's possible. Yeah. The Industrial Revolution started here, yeah. believe it or not. And then you just take it from here. And move it slightly over somewhere else here. Yeah. And then consume it here. Exactly. It's or, pretty, or, or, pretty straightforward. Or even call North America our own country, right? I would even be fine with that. Mexico, United Include States, Mexican, Canada. Can- Whatever. Sure. Okay, fine. Like, open borders. Okay, well, that's where it stops, though. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, but seriously. And if you think about, if you truly believe in, in our against global warming, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, China is the biggest culprit against global warming. They have zero regulation in terms of what they're doing to the environment. They don't give a shit. And guess why they don't give a shit? Because Apple doesn't really give a shit. Well, 
the reason when you see pictures of Chinese people walking around in China and they're wearing those masks, it's not because of the coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> it's they've they been breathe. wearing them for years. Right. Yeah, they cannot breathe the air. It, which is a huge shame because you but, but you, you also look at that's how big China is, though, yeah. because there's still millions and millions and millions of square acres that are still untouched completely, which is crazy. Yeah. All right. So my point is, is that, you know, that with all of the environmental bullshit that the uh, that people that right. business people in the United States have to deal with. Right. If they go build a brand new factory in the United States. Yeah. Huge investment. Going to cost a lot of money instead of building it in fucking China. But I guarantee you our new plants are going to be the most state of the art yes. and the cleanest you can possibly make them. Yeah. So if you really care about uh, 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 global warming, you should be wanting us to build new clean manufacturing plants because i promise you china's not can't wait to build the newest cleanest plant because <laughs> no. they don't have to don't have because to. there's yeah. no environmental What's attorneys doing yeah. a goddamn thing if you try and bring that up in china you vanish yes literally and but, he, but we don't have space for that here we don't have the workers here <laughs> we don't have the technology See, that's here. why i knew you were going to be smart and keep going with it thank you dan all right perfect so enough on, about that detroit is just like please can you make a freaking iphone case here right. I, you know how much space there is between river uh between san bernardino and vegas you know alone and, and you want and that's a tiny fraction of the you, entire country and you know how much sun Shines Infinite. between San Bernardino and Vegas. You could have a solar powered, completely I, I mean, clean, off the grid factory making whatever you want. Those little uh, USB uh, and people thirty minutes away, want. thirty minutes away, right? Um, Drive. Um, uh, it, people in LA drive an hour and a half to work. Yes, they do. You literally could have pe- in that case, you could have people living in San Bernardino and driving halfway to Vegas and driving halfway back. Yeah, or or heaven forbid, make a a, a, a quick rail. No. State-of-the-art quick rail no. from San Bernardino to the middle of the desert right. that f- is, is electric, built right. by Tesla. Yeah, I was going to say, Elon Musk would be on that. Okay. Just I get mean, him to, you don't even have to dig a hole and put Dan, it underground, Elon. And Dan, just and you and I are not even in politics and uh, not even in the business world. I'm pretty in. sure we just figured it out. Yeah, we figured, <laughs> we've got to. <laughs> okay, moving Someone on. needs to start listening to this show. I know. We've got to send this to Elon. Bernie. <sighs> All right. So have you, seen the, have you seen the ads for Volta, the Cirque du Soleil show by chance? No. It's at Dodger Stadium. Oh, so t- okay. we took the kids there. This is in the travel section. Um, it's in the stadium? No, it's right outside the big tent. Okay, I was going to say. It's under it, the big top. It's not in the tent? No, it's under the okay, big top. so it is. Okay. So, good. all right, so it's super cool. It's all about like- At uh, Dodger Stadium? In the parking lot yeah, of Dodger Yeah, but a do- yeah, in, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cirque du Soleil, super cool. I'm sure Perfect. everyone, many people have seen Cirque du Soleil shows, but this was really cool. It's all about like, um, it was a, a real backhanded slap to social media. Oh. And- Basically, in my opinion, insinuating like kids got to get out there and, and exercise more, but yeah. but they use it for like a uh, like street like X Games type of thing. Oh, okay. so like the All main right. character, you know, the guy that's very dramatic looking up, like yeah, <gasps> like oh, what's that? Wow. And so then they have like little weird looking people following around with phones and taking pictures and like trying to get away from the the the, oh the depression God. of social media and like, just get right? out there and be a kid again. Yeah, you got to go outside and do a backflip, which is which was all very hopefully the subliminal messages messages went into our seven and five year olds, right. but. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, only time will tell. But here's one act that I have, and she's been on the billboards. So an Indian-looking woman okay. comes out, and she has her hair in a like a tight bun at the top, right? Okay. And it's just like I'm a listening. bun. No chin strap, okay? Just her hair. No. And they've woven a hook no. into her hair, Dan. No. And a, a cable comes down from the sky <laughs> and hooks up. 
to, to her hair. a hook that's connected to her hair. Okay. Like, like, bro, bro, uh, not bread, uh, like, what do you do? Like, you know, where you braid? Yeah, yeah. Braided into yeah, her like, hair. Right, right. And she swings around the big top. No. Hanging from her hair. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It was the most fascinating thing ever. Oh, my God. And I, and I looked it up. Aren't you just waiting for her, though, to, like. Her hair to rip out. Right. But that's how strong your hair is. She's got well, that much hair. hair. Well, yeah, and, and and I looked it up. Like, no, it's her real hair. Holy mackerel! They wove a hook into her real hair and connected her to a cable. That's crazy. And she puts her arms out. She's obviously super flexible. Like she looks like a tr- van- uh, not a ventriloquist. <laughs> uh, what's this? Contortionist. Contortionist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ventriloquist. Yeah, absolutely. Right, she can, can talk about her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was cool. Wow, that's um, freaky. It was super scary, and I can tell that I'm starting to lose my audience. And when I say I lose my audience, it's Dan. So I'm going to keep. Well, no, because I can't imagine swinging by my hair. <laughs> 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 that is not for uh, middle-aged men of Irish oh. German descent. I'm sorry. All right. So moving on. Talk Went up to, to Tahoe uh, with all the kids, with the kids for President's Day. Uh, tried to go skiing. The snow sucked. It's been terrible for uh, oh, no. for the skiing economy on the West Coast so far this year. Did put the kids in ski school. We went sledding. We went snowmobiling. And if my friends mm-hmm. in the Midwest saw how little clothing we needed to wear to do all that stuff, they would literally be depressed. <laughs> yeah, because growing up, it was like a 45-minute thing Ten, to get yeah, dressed. Just right? to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you get outside, you're like, I want to go back in. Yeah, this is the we worst. We were literally snowboard, snowmobiling on on snow that was made, but like gets piled up so you could still have it. Yeah. And like a track in T-shirts. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Sledding in T-shirts. It was hysterical. Yeah, uh, have you ever done an escape room? Yes. So we did our first escape room, me and the whole family no. only, nobody else. Where did you go? In Tahoe. Oh. Yeah. And they had like, we did an, not the easiest one, mm-hmm. one slightly above. Okay. And I mean, I, I was like literally on the, on the microphone or, you know, the walkie talkie with the guy. I mean, I need another clue. Come on, we need a, yeah, I need another yeah. clue here. And, and but finally we got done. We almost made it. Yeah. Yeah. We had to like, get to go through this whole thing and then like defuse a bomb at the end. Ooh. It was really cool. The girls were trying to like, like they, you think they would found something. Yeah. Oh, look, 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 look. And you're like, yeah, good idea. Like, yeah, don't yeah. know if this is going to help, but I maybe. Could, right. <laughs> and I asked him at the end, how many people yeah. have ever finished this room right. without any assistance? Right. And He's they like, said. No one. Like, <laughs> well, then guess what? It's too hard. Potentially. Yeah. Because I'm thinking there's no way. And this is like the middle of the road difficulty. Right. Like, it, who, the, who the hell can figure this shit out? Yeah, we did one that was the middle of the road, and there's no way. Right, you needed help. No way. Right, you certainly are not going to do it in an hour. No, because you got to look at this and compare this to that, and, and then and, that is the and color I, but I do scheme think, of the buttons. I, like, no. And I do think eventually, though, once you sort of get the hang of how they're built, you mm-hmm. might be able to. I guess. I guarantee no one could ever do it their first time. No way. Not a chance. No. So, but it was fun, and Christine's yeah, now into great. it. Oh. So for one of the kids' birthdays, we're going to make an escape room in our whole house. Oh, I can hardly you, wait. I can, I can hardly Just wait. Just pay the hundred bucks or whatever to go to one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. Oh, yeah. All right. So I imagine that there's not one person listening to this show that hasn't bought at least one box of Girl Scout cookies this season because we're in the middle of that. Have you not mm-hmm. seen that, Dan? I've, I've Trust me. I've okay. Seen so, I mean, I've gained at least 10 pounds mm-hmm. during the Girl Scout season. So- 
As a shout out to our three daughters, I wanted to dedicate this year's Brook this this episode's Brooklyn's Bridge to the Girl Scouts of Man- of America, especially considering the Boy Scouts of America have filing for bankruptcy this week. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to Girl Power overall. All right. And before I say a couple more things about the Girl Scouts, I want you to play that scene from Troop Beverly Hills. Phyllis, what's your plan? The girls and I talked about this. I used to love this movie, by the way. Came up with some great ideas to get the whole community involved. <laughs> for example. <laughs> Come on. I remember watching this movie, you know, in the in the Midwest. And like now you now I watch it, you can see I know all those places. Oh yeah. It's so cool. Oh, absolutely. Look at them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so good. Alright, a little more. Oh, perfect. All right, we're out. Okay. Wow. What's your favorite cookie? I don't remember the name of it. The, the one, the peanut buttery ones. Oh, the one with the peanut butter in the middle? Yeah. The brown looking ones? Yeah. Not the chocolate covering peanut butter. Oh. No, the, the first the, one. The first one. The sandwich. The, it's a sandwich. Yes, it's okay. a sandwich. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Maybe it's the other one. Is the other one covered completely in chocolate? It's it's. Co- it's basically chocolate covering over peanut butter. That one. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what those are called I either. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because they're really good. Mine are the Samoas. Yeah, those are pretty awesome. Those are great. Yeah. I love, but I always get shit in my teeth after well, that. Well, sure. The, oh, the yeah. coconut. Oh, yeah. Lots of people love frozen thin mints, though. Okay. Oh, and you know what? See, you this know, is how they make so much money because oh, they're well, like, so we're going to get it. What's your favorite? So, well, I got five. So this year, and I'm sure they had it last year too, but I didn't notice it. So one of our kids, like I've, I've said many times, is allergic to everything, but she's especially allergic, deathly allergic to eggs. So, oh, no. So they have a vegan, like egg free cookie. Do they but really? But guess what? Oh, no. You know how you pay $4 for two rows? So the vegan one. You pay five dollars for one row of cookies. No, you. Of course don't. you do, I and mean, they cost more money. But I mean, like, don't you think you're gouging us a little bit there? So, oh my God. I, I'm sorry, I can't say anything negative about the Girl Scouts. So, so did you know that there are? Well, obviously, the the Girl Scouts, the cookies are intended to both raise money and yes. improve the financial literacy of girls, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, fucking gay. girl power, awesome. During an, here's some statistics. During an average selling selling season. Okay, goes from basically January through April. We're in February now. Boom. More than one million girls sell over two million packages of cookies and raise over eight hundred million dollars annually. Okay. Okay. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? That's, that's working. That's awesome. And the first known sale of cookies by Girl Scouts was in 1917. So all I can say is keep up the great girl work, girls. And keep promoting that positive message. <sighs> All right. Well, so, and here's, here's an interesting thing. They've been selling Girl Scout cookies for basically- A little over 100 years. Yeah. Right? And in all that 100 years, the Boy Scouts never realized, hey, the Girl Scouts are onto something. Yeah, what did the Boy Scouts ever even sell, They by never the way? sold anything. Yeah, good point. They never, they're, they're making race cars out of balsa wood and wagon. Those are all expenses. Camp. Absolutely. Those are all expenses. Those are not, that's not income generating. And, and, and now 100 years. And, and never this is why them. most women think they're smarter than men. Because- Girl Scouts. Obviously. Right. Makes a hell of a lot of sense, and I can't argue with that. All right. So the Boy Scouts are bankrupt. The Girl Scouts just made- <laughs> Make $800 million a year. Yeah, that's all. All right. With that, all right. So I hope everyone has a great rest of your weekend, a fantastic week, or you just got done having a great day. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey 
Collins is back at quarterback now. Morris with the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. You know what? Yeah. This is great. Right. And I'm glad I left early. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.